out of Iraq as well, and I wouldn't start a war in Libya. I'd quit bombing Yemen, and I'd quit bombing Pakistan. I'd start taking... This is how the war on drugs is presented. We're concerned about your health, so we're going to send you to prison. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. frustrated with mainstream ideologies? If you're an active-duty soldier, then these absurdly common factors that accompany being a critical-thinking human being now coin you as a potential terrorist Welcome to episode 17 of the Luchadors of Liberty podcast on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. I'm Robert Vinson, joined by that's your kid. Joined by Demetrios Nanos. As always, we are the Luchadors of Liberty, um, and we're here to talk to you about libertarian politics. Yeah. Yeah. So and tell you how much we absolutely hate these fucking Kona spiked seltzers. They're terrible. Yeah. This is not brought to you by the Kona spiked sel- seltzers. These are rushed to market. Um, way late too. Yeah, way late. I like Kona regular beer. Yeah, Kona beers. Well, that's why I got them. I was like, they're Bogo, and it's a seltzer, and it's Kona. I'm like, this is gonna be great. And then we each tried to have one before we started the podcast, and um, they taste like hot dog water. Yeah, it's like a seltzer that tastes like beer. We yeah. Talked about it earlier. It's like a seltzer trying to be, or that tastes like beer trying to be a seltzer with weird aftertaste. Right. It's not that good. It's not good. Um. So yeah, don't sponsor us. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> or do, you know, if you want to give us free. I mean, I'll drink them eventually. If I got if I got them free, I would absolutely drink them. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, beggars can't be choosers. That's for damn sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, we haven't been on the pod in like a month. We've had midterms and stuff in law school. So yeah. you guys know we're not consistent, and we know that. We are the least consistent motherfuckers you yes, know. Yes, so, so, but at least we're putting them out, and uh, we let you guys know. That we're busy and we can't be doing this all the time. But we try and get one done about every month or so Yeah. right now. And I think we're doing that. Um, so a lot to cover. A lot's going on in the news right now. Um, but I want to just just look at my haul that I got from this event with the philosopher and the Liberty Doll. And mm-hmm. that shout out to Liberty Doll. Shout out to the philosopher. Um, their gun range have been in Tarpon Springs, Florida. I drove two hours from Orlando to, to pass out Mises Caucus uh, fly or brochures to people who don't know about the Mises Caucus. Yeah. Um, Great gun range, though. Huge yeah. fan of that one. Reload. Yeah, they got a simu- uh, simulator um, yeah. that I didn't have a chance to do, but you can put yourself in different situations and basically fire your gun. Kind of like a video game. Blanks. Blanks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's blanks. Um, so... <laughs> It, she gave out little goodie bags. I got this little do not uh, shall not be infringed uh, thing for your jacket, if you like a jacket, or any place you could Velcro. You could really just put it on anything, really. You can put that on your ammo bag if you I, got, like, a bag. I just put it on the American flag. That's pretty cool. Um, this picture of the philosopher in her neighborhood with an AR-16, which I'm pretty sure probably got 15. called... <laughs> AR, oh, did I say 16? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I don't know why. I said well, 16. M16, it kind of... No, I, there's no um, excuse. But I don't... It, it That's an AR, right? Yeah, it's Looks very like much an AR, right. yeah. Yeah. Probably got 911 called on her, but whatever. And she just moved to Florida. It's so, a place to be if you want guns. I under, I know, but like, were her neighbors like, you know... You can open carry in Florida so long as you're hunting, fishing, or camping, or going to hunting, fishing, or camping. It looks like she's cosplaying a little bit. <laughs> she could be camping. Yeah, we don't could, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but either her neighbors were like, "Oh, look at the new neighbor," <laughs> or they're like, "Honey, call nine one one right now." That's kind of funny. And they gave out these little anime clips. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what this one is. That's like. Uh, that's probably Jack, her husband, as the character. It's like the. Anarchy man, it's like Anarchy Robin guy. I respect it. I bet there's like a whole comic like thing. That they I'm, might have a comic thing. I'm not thing. aware of. Yeah. I need to look into this one. This one's actually pretty cool. The, yeah, the ban assault. I actually like that one. Yeah, ban assault rifles with the with like cops and and she's like going ham on them. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool. And then like keychains and other stuff. So pretty good, pretty cool like little event to go to. Yeah. The talk was the talk was good. Um, 
I imagine a bunch of libertarians and anarchists at a gun range is probably the best place to make conversation. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good conversation. Um, I want to say this one guy came in from like Texas Jesus. to talk talk with, uh, or like he came in with his buddy, but he was from Texas. And I was like, well, there's Mises Caucus in Texas too, so check that out. Yeah. All right, jumping in um, to our show notes. Oh, I got to pull up the show notes. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, it's been a month since we had a pod, so you know, kids in cages became a good thing. Um, Matt Gates became a pedophile. What else happened? Joe Biden um, fell down the stairs trying to get onto his airplane. He got photoshopped into a video of recording when all the what you call it, the paparazzi. What do they call those people? The propaganda machine. Yeah. The, yeah. The cathedral. Yeah. Um, so speaking of children at the border, so this is this is kind of intriguing to me because Biden coming in, mm-hmm. um, obviously highly against all the children at the border, you know, tear down that wall, Mr. Gorbachev, all that good stuff, yeah. and now we're seeing double the amount of kids in cages, yeah. and uh, seeing kind of a backtracking of policy whenever it comes to certain spots of the wall. They're trying to fill gaps in the wall. So if you're a Democrat and you're like Biden, you know, he's gonna. In this border crisis, you know, he's he's uh, exacerbating it. Yeah, he's building the wall. Yep. A lot of us uh, weren't prepared for Biden to build the wall, but here he is. I found this kind of funny. Uh, via the Daily Mail, um, the government has uh, put out emails to different, uh, I guess, alphabet agencies, NASA, asking some of its employees if they're willing to help volunteer at overcrowded <laughs> facilities yeah. and other agencies as well. So. Um, you know, that's kind of why SpaceX is probably going to get to Mars before, before NASA ever even thinks about it. Yeah, this is what happens when you have a bunch of government waste. It's so stupid. Did you see, the, uh, did you see Alex Jones at the border yesterday? No, I didn't. He, uh, him and his usual crew of cronies were at the, the border, and they were uh, – they, I guess they had found out that this Catholic charity was smuggling children. So they went up to this car where they were, like, moving the kids. There was, like, 15 children and, like, a beat-up, uh, what are they called? The old Toyota RAV4. No seatbelts. And they stopped them and got a cop over, and the cop came and arrested the guy. Jesus Christ. It yeah. was the Catholic the It Catholic was a Catholic Church? charity, yeah. The Catholic charity? Yeah. God, why is that, like, not surprising? I, don't, I have no idea. But, yeah, Jones was there, and I, I watched the video earlier today, and I was like, you know, you hear about it, and, like, he gets on there, and he's like, oh, they're shoving children in cars and moving them across the country. And then, you know. They're like, okay, Alex Jones. Yeah, whatever, right. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on. And and then they shove kids into cars and move them across the country. <laughs> it sucks when he's right, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It does, because you're like, you're like, I've been telling you. Or it, he's like, I've been telling you. And you're like, God damn it. I, I have the documents. Want... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's like it's like with the, um, with the whole border thing. He was like. He's like, uh, what was the thing he said? He's like, oh, they're they're keeping these children in cages for months, and then they just disappear. And now, kids in cages, and kids disappearing. And you're like, why the fuck does Alex Jones have to be right about this shit? Yeah, and, and the <laughs> just increasing amount of them coming over because of friendly policies or a perception of friendlier immigration policies, yeah. right? It's not good. And then you want to talk about all the social welfare aspects of everything going on yeah. and everything else with voting and stuff. It's, it's going to be bad. It becomes a shenanigan. It does. It, shenanigans is a perfect way to describe it. Yeah. And a- another <coughs> thing about Alex Jones and being right where we wish he wasn't right, mm-hmm. vaccine passports. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> well now you're peeking. You're just seg- – you, you, see, you're good, good at the segues, but – you're peaking, so you're cheating a little bit. Um, by the way, double the amounts of children at the border. You can get that pretty much anywhere. I got sources from USA Today and NPR right there. So if you don't believe me, just look at mainstream news. They're yeah. actually saying something about it now. So. Even the propaganda machines reporting on it. Because you can't not. Yeah, you can't not report on it. Yeah, it's, it's very, very plain to see. All right. Vaccine passports. Vaccine passports, man. This has been all over the libertarian Twitter, all over uh, uh, Pete Quinonez's show, and and Scott Horton was even talking about it. Yeah. <clears throat> Angela McArdle talked about it, um, as far as libertarians go, and it's it's not it's not good right now. I I was talking to uh, a close friend about this, and 
she was saying, you're crazy for thinking the U.S. could ever do vaccine passports. Like, who's doing it? And I'm like, well, um, Israel's already doing it. They're, yeah. they're green. What is it? Green, green it's Pass. It's called Green Pass. Yeah. And uh, so it's already being implemented overseas. Um, different states in Europe are for it or against it. France, Germany, kind of a little bit wary, whereas other, other places such as the U.K. and... UK's doing fines though, right? Yeah, they they have fines. So yeah, um, for the time being, and this is from Politico EU. For the time being, anyone trying to leave the UK without a central reason to do so can be fined five thousand pounds. Yeah, it's a lot of money it's because the dollar is not worth shit. So five thousand pounds is like eight grand. It's a fat check. I'm gonna accept that you just know that conversion off the top of your head. I I do. We're gonna move on. And yeah. Let the let the people fact check that one. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, so. Oh, the one with Australia. Did you hear about um, at the end of – not the end. Uh, April 19th, you'll be able to freely move between Australia and New Zealand so long as you have the vaccine. See, I don't – I just don't agree with it. And <laughs> and I can hear like some of my liberal friends saying, well, why not? You're making sure you're not spreading this and – you know. But at what point does it stop? Now we're talking about – not being able to shop for things, not being able to travel within the U.S. Yeah. without a vaccine passport. Yeah. That is fascism. That is companies towing the line of the government, getting funded by the government, first of all, especially if you were talking airline companies that got these huge bailouts. Well, I mean, you just have to talk the pharmaceutical manufacturers. They got mi- billions of dollars from the United States government, from us, essentially, mm-hmm. when we didn't have the money to do it in the first place. And then they're like, Oh, you know what we could do? We can make our vaccines mandatory, so then you can't go anywhere without them, which means we get paid by the government, and then we get paid by absolutely everyone because they don't have a choice. Right. These are coercive tactics by corporations and government working together. Against the people. Against the people. I mean, really, and even if the vaccination is good, let's say the vaccination 100% 100 effective doesn't matter. Like, you still have a choice to not get the vaccine, and that's what we're saying. You have a choice not to do it. As so long as you know you're not forced to do it, that's okay. Mm. And in this situation, if you can't buy goods, if you can't travel, you your freedoms are being infringed upon. Yeah. And also, do we really want a government database database with all your health information, like uh, to the, be used against you? Potentially? They're storing it on the blockchain too. One of the crazy things I learned is that each vaccine is labeled by a blockchain, and your vial. When you get the, the vaccine, they put your vial number on there. And that's because they know who got the vaccine, where it came from, where it started, all of that, because it's tracked in a blockchain. All that information stored. Do you remember where he got that? Uh, Reuters. Reuters? Yeah, I think that was from Reuters. We won't look it up now, but... Just You're so welcome you to fact check me. Welcome but to fact check anything we say on here. Obviously, yeah. we accept any of that i will i will very happily be wrong about that i would very much like to be wrong about that so please prove me wrong (laughs) so some big controversy with the lp and where they stand on this um i think last week the lp of kentucky kind of put out a tweet that made uh, seth rogan stoner extraordinary very very upset i personally like seth rogan i like Seth. yeah as far as he's funny as hell it's comedy movies love it this is just his take on this was oh you can fuck right off with that shit which is basically what his tweet said yeah i think i think he said fuck right off with that uh to to the lp of kentucky saying let me get it let me get it here if i can pull it up yeah i it wasn't a bad tweet i don't actually see what all the outrage was the outrage was from the comparison to to the Holocaust, basically. Yeah, the Juden stars. But really, it's the compare it's the comparison to the leading up to the Holocaust, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Like, it could be viewed in bad taste, but at the same time, like the people who are against this tweet are the same people who are saying Donald Trump is literally a Nazi, yeah. that he's literally doing this. Children Calling all Republicans yeah. Nazis. Yeah, and we've sit and watched them flip-flop on all these issues. And now when there's actual, like, vaccine passports to, like, prevent you from buying goods and stuff, uh, you know, it's it's not the worst comparison I've seen no. out of Nazi comparisons. In fact, it's it, I, I'd venture to say it's kind of a good one. As far like just me, my take on it personally is 
that could be used against you in so many ways. Yeah. The potential is terrible. It's really dangerous. And, and it's our job as libertarians to kind of like stand up uh, to things like this and yeah. say, no, that's not right. You have your individual freedoms and liberties that, um, you know, this thing would obviously be infringing upon. Yeah. Check, jiggle your the jiggle cord my, a little bit. Cord. Got a little bit of feedback. A little bit of feedback. How's that? Is any better? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're we're functioning out of a garage right now. Since you know we are both broke college students. This is the garage podcast. Yeah, we're we're essentially we are in a garage. All right, so <laughs> well, the, the 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 difficult thing about this for some libertarians is it's not the government mandating most of this. It's it's private companies. It's government funded. Yeah, it's government funded, right? So that's the answer to it. Is, yeah. So what are you going to do? Because they're, they're private companies saying we're not going to let you in. This and that. They're funded by the government. So what can we do? We can do like Texas and like Florida. Woo! Thank God. Woo! That's why I'm happy to be in Florida. Even happy. though DeSantis can be an absolute ape of a human being sometimes. You got that part right. I don't, I don't like all of his takes, but yeah. I like this one. So via the Chicago Tribune, um, we can go ahead and play, play this video. There's going to be an ad. Oh, there isn't an ad. that's gonna work oh it doesn't work yeah that's okay so basically he's saying um these rights are are ours to be kept sacred to be able to like travel freely within the united states within your own state and he's putting an executive order or has put an executive order out that um makes it illegal for businesses like private businesses and local governments to mandate these vaccine passports i love it i fucking love it i I think one of the really cool things is i'm like i'm having flashbacks to our constitutional law class and i'm interested to see how if this were to go to the supreme court how the supreme court would rule as is it a substantial hindrance to interstate commerce right i mean there. There is a Supreme Court case on the books. Uh, we just talked about it in Florida Con Law. Um, I forgot the name of the case, but uh, ultimately the Supreme Court of the United States did decide that governments can mandate you have vaccines. Yes. So that's a negative for, I guess, us as libertarians. Um, I didn't take a look at that exact language of, yeah. the, of the case, so I'm not quite sure um, how to spin it to you. I, th- I think there's... I think there's a good chance that, let's say, some some states mandate it, some states don't. Well, you have a package that you got to get from Florida to Illinois, but Tennessee mandates vaccine passports. Mm-hmm. So now you got to drive around Tennessee to get to Illinois. But Missouri also mandates vaccine passports. You got to drive all the way around Missouri. So now we're getting the Commerce Clause stuff. Exactly, mm-hmm. and you know how much the government loves the Commerce Clause. Yeah, but will they love it the same now that it's kind of, you know, it could be used against not them, I guess, because individual individual states. I I would think the federal government's line, which right now it's to let private companies choose what to do. Yeah. But what about whenever, whenever states are saying, like, go around and stuff like that? Yeah. You're going to have, like, the New York boat fishing thing all over again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to be interesting to see how that comes down if it does end up in the Supreme Court. I'm very upset this sound's not playing out of the TV. That's nah, all right. It was before, I promise. All right. So what – I guess, what are we as Americans going to do if the whole EU or multiple states in the EU say, you need vaccine passports, come over here? That's a really interesting question because are we going to have to mandate them here? Or is it going to be like, hey, if you want to go to Europe, you get the, the mm-hmm. vaccine. Or if you want to stay in America, you don't have to. Right. It's going to be weird. But I like the fact that it, it does end up becoming consensual, at least for Americans. But I do think that it is. It's dangerous to have that sort of mismatched regulation throughout the world when it comes to travel. Mm-hmm. It sucks because I, I'm a traveler. I love to travel. Me too. Even to places that I hate, like policies of government. Like I went to China. China's beautiful. The people, beautiful. Government, don't necessarily agree with everything, I've obviously. been to Turkey. They hate me for yeah. who I am. I love going there. The people there, super kind. Government, eh. Yeah, we always separate people from their governments, yeah. right? But 
in any event, what what can we as America do? I think the best thing for America would be a whole bunch of states pop up, start doing these no mandatory vac- or vaccination passports. That would be great. If a yeah. whole bunch of states did that, what's Europe going to do? Are they going to just not accept uh, people and tourists from from America? That's on them, but they can lose a lot of money doing that. Yeah. And I think that would put pressure on Europe. Yeah. I think that's the best thing to do, right? Yeah. Just kind of take your stand and say, I'm not... No, I mean, modern science tells you, like, in a few years, these vaccines will probably be pretty good. Yeah. That's the only reason I haven't taken it yet is because I want to wait and see. I don't buy PlayStations when they first come out. I don't no. buy the first model car of whatever whatever company comes yeah. You know, I'm not buying the first model whatever. I'm waiting and seeing, you know? Yeah. Side I, effects, whatever. Yeah. And it's not even... Well, for me, it's not so much that. I'm, I don't like needles. I'm the type of guy, you put a needle near me, I pass out instantly. So, I... I just haven't done it yet. And that's that fine. One. We're young. We're in our 20s. Like yeah. We shouldn't have to be getting vaccines to go travel places. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And if I want to make that decision, Europe, let me in. Please, let me in. Yeah. Uh, so like to I go think see my family. <laughs> I would say that's a good way to, way to answer that question is what can Americans do? I, I'd say just stand up, states, yeah, start standing up uh, so that we can kind of gain a consensus over all of America. And Europe's going to either not let us in and have to take those losses from tourism, or they're going to have to make some special rule as it comes to Americans. I don't know what, yeah. how they're going to deal with it. But even Europe is torn over vaccination passports. Yeah. So us doing the non-mandatory stuff can like help them decide to stay strong, too. I saw a really interesting article, and I don't remember who it was from. And I want to say it was like CNBC or MSNBC. And it was actually Biden saying that he's not going to make vaccine passports mandatory for the entirety of the United States. But I wasn't entirely sure if it was like a like a legitimate source or if I saw it on like something like The Guardian. No, I uh, I saw that doing my research as well. Okay. I can't remember where it was from, but he, he kind of said we're going to take the more corporate approach and let companies decide, which is great. If you weren't funding them with a whole bunch of money, like, yeah, yeah that's awesome. But you, you kind of are, right? Like, yeah. you kind of are kind of go worse. And they put out guidelines on how to give the vaccines and how to how their mandates should work. Yeah. And so you're kind of like pushing them and then helping them along the way. It, it's it's not weird. it's not nothing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely different. Um, vaccine related. Moderna, uh, this is via the business, businessinsider.com. Uh, Moderna vaccine only took 48 hours to design. Yeah, but it took, what, 11 months to come to market? A year, yeah, it took a year. They were giving this vaccine out uh, in March. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. So even with the FDA rushing to to approve, like, emer- give, it, give the vaccine emergency uh, scheduling, so they let it go and record time imagine what record time could have been uh minus some of these regulations yeah and that might be kind of hypocritical of me it's extremely hypocritical because i don't want to take the vaccine because it's been so rushed yeah right but imagine how many people would have taken the vaccine even if it was rushed like now i i don't know but that's just the information as i'm getting it and presenting it all this stuff is new and fresh Right? Well, you'd like, be able to see more people. You'd have a larger sample size if it was able to come out in 24 hours and people were at 48 hours. People were able to take it. Because at that point, if by, by this point, you've waited this long, guarantee any kinks have already been handled. Right. Let's just go to this. This article is actually uh, very fascinating as far this as. This is a good article. I read it. As far as the graph goes, uh, the graph really puts in a perspective for me. All right. I, I don't know if they can see this at home on YouTube. Um, but on our TV here, the top one's polio. So first animal studies uh, about, what, 19... 1912s. A little bit before 1920, so 1912, all the way past 1940, and then you have your larger clinical trial and your rollout of the vaccine took years, took about 30 years, and then eradication a little bit past 1980. Yeah. Uh, with the coronavirus way down here, all these blips are within a year. 
Look at swine flu. Swine flu did pretty swine well. Swine flu, yeah, still swine flu is still relatively quick with the eradication and rollout of the vaccine. So technology is progressing. And this article they said, well, how long would it take you to get across the ocean in the 1800s? Yeah. Yeah, months, week, whatever. And then now, you know, take a plane. You're there in five yeah, hours. The technology <laughs> has progressed. So that that's good news for us as like society, I guess. But still, uh, still a little bit too much regulation, I would say maybe. And then. But but I feel like the use of it was good as far as yeah. dropping the regulations. But that showed they're unnecessary in the first place. See, the the I think where a lot of people will look at libertarians and say you guys are hypocritical is like they're saying no vaccine passports. And then at the same time, they're like, get rid of the regulation for the vaccine. It, it comes across as us saying we don't like vaccines. It's not that. It's we don't like people being forced to do something by the government or by a corporation. Right. It, like— I personally am going to get the vaccine. I understand that it was it was rushed out, and I understand that there's risks associated with that. But at the same time, just because I'm going to get it doesn't mean I, I I want to force Robert to get it, or yeah. I want to force my roommates to get it. It's more of it's more of a I want people to be free to make their own decisions all the time, regardless of what the decision is. Yeah. Unless it hurts other people. And I'd like to get it eventually once. Once I let it ride out. Yeah. You're a little bit more sus than I am. <laughs> a little bit more suspect. I mean, any product that they're like, uh, all right, here you go. Uh, by the way, before you use it, um, you can't sue me no matter what happens to you. Yeah. That's sus. I'm like, all right, I'll wait on it. I'll wait on it and see. Yeah. I get it. I mean, you got to account for, like, risk factors and, and, you know, other things as the company. And I understand that perspective, too, but. It's just a little bit suspect. Yeah. All right. Moving on from vaccine passports, um, we obviously think they're bad. And and as far as forcing people to get these, it's just a no-go yeah. as far as I'm concerned. It, like Dave Smith said, like like a bunch of people in the is- Israel protest said, um, it's creating a, a caste system, like a two-tier society where you have – the people who have the vaccine, they can trade and they can do whatever, travel. And then you have the people who haven't got the vaccine who are having their rights basically taken from them. Yeah. Because they're making the decision to not get the vaccine or whatever their decision And now is. they can't go to bars, restaurants, or work. It's a very, very weird way of doing things. Right. Right. Um, all right. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not going to be able to play the audio for it, but. I'll figure out something with the audio here. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this video of the Canadian pastor. Property immediately get out. Oh, you got to turn that down. Get out of this property immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property immediately. I don't want to. This hear is actually the out. best video I've seen all week. Out of yeah. this property immediately until you come back with the warrant. Out. <laughs> It's in Canada. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a Polish. priest. Polish pastor. A Polish, Polish pastor. Just basically forcing the cops and this lady from what I assume is... The Canadian Health Services. Yeah, yeah. And forcing them out of the church. And, I mean, they're standing looking at him. they got to take what he says. You can't even hear her because she's got the mask on. Like, I have no idea what she's saying. Yeah, me either. Over the guy, like, shouting her down. Gestapo. Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed. She's like trying to explain to him when he clearly has said, Get the fuck out of my property. So, (laughs) hippity hoppity, get off my property. It is like so many times. It just. Look at him. He's like, Yep. Look at the guy at the door. He's like, Yep, let's get out. You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Oh, yeah. That's what I like to see. I'm gonna let the video play because I want this guy. I want this guy's face on this podcast. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's during Pat. It's during a religious holiday. Yeah, you know, like how much how much more Nazi esque can you get? 
This man, this man's a hero, and he doesn't even know it. We know, brother. We know. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Uh, meanwhile, in the UK. Oh, I saw this video. Yeah. And this one's going to have an ad. So what you're about to see is uh, the police coming during – this was this past week too, yeah. Easter, Easter week. So they're coming and shutting down a church service in the U.K. And everyone just goes along with it. Yep. Everyone just goes along with it because they don't have rights over there anymore. Another Polish church. Hmm. So the police officer has to come up and say this. It's unfortunately lawful, unlawful under the coronavirus regulations we have currently. You are not allowed to meet inside with this many people under law. At this moment in time, you need to go home. Failure to comply with this direction to leave and go to your home address ultimately could lead you to be fined £200. This guy definitely got wedgies in high school. Yeah, 100%. It is Good Friday, and I appreciate you would like to worship. Oh, he said it's Good Friday. Okay. Yeah. This is via NBC News. Uh, yeah, you should be offended. Yeah, you should be appalled. You should be angry at your government for letting this happen. Yeah. Do you want to check the uh, thing? Make sure that our audio is still working right after you swap some devices. Yes. Yes. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Looks like it's. Yeah. I Looks mean, like it's, it's still working going. all right. Still going. Cool. We'll Love to save. see that. We'll hit the save. Yeah, it's gonna suck if this is all for nothing because we were having major technical difficulties before this podcast. Yeah. And I'm really like I'm really hoping the sound comes out good. Um, it I'm might sure it not be the best, but we'll get it out there. Yeah, at least the information's out. Information's out there. So this is this next topic is definitely something you care more about than I do. So <laughs> this next topic is a topic that um, I care about more than most libertarians. Yeah, and because I think it's an actual thing, and I've talked to people in the Mises Caucus about it. Um, it it's it's this Asian hate, y'all. What do y'all got against Asians? Honestly, I I've never met anyone who like actually hated Asian people, so it's hard for me to imagine that this exists. But like, what the fuck? And <laughs> you can ask any of my friends. I've loved Asians my whole life. Yeah. I've loved Asian culture, um, Asian women, Asian women, many of them. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, not to not to make it light of a terrible situation that's going on, but I mean that's kind of what we do here. But anyway, um, as far as the rise in violence against Asian. I saw I saw a report that was up 150 percent. Yeah, and, and so it's so bizarre. That's a significant rise, and I've argued with several people about this, saying, "Hey, what's the cause of this?" And a lot of people on the left like to blame Donald Trump for it. And look, oh, I'd like China to virus. I'd like to explore that for a second. I don't think that's. I mean, I think obviously. Him saying the China virus, the Kung flu, whatever, like, although it could be funny to, like, some people, like, other people might be I mean, like, I'm, yeah, the China If somebody virus. calls it the Kung flu, I'm going to laugh. I know, but, I mean, that's that's because he's a master brander, right? Yeah. Like, that's what he does. But in all seriousness, like, there's some people out there that will be like, hey, he's right, and we should be doing something about it. And, and I don't know if we're even seeing that. Yeah, I, the, I can't imagine that's the case. So this latest attack... Uh, this latest attack video's graphic, y'all. So, um, this guy in New York City, coward, um, went to jail for killing his mother. He's out on parole. Yeah. And he beat, he kicked this Asian woman, punched this Asian woman in front of, yeah, we're not going to listen to him talk, but you can see the video. It, It, we can barely see it here, but. Out in front of the shop, he just comes up and kicks this 65-year-old Asian lady on, on her way to the church. When she's down, kicks her multiple times in the head. And then the shop owners... Don't do video, anything. They just sit and watch. Yeah, this video... Not only did they sit and watch, but they closed the door. Yeah. And allegedly, the, the, work, the workplace's union is saying, don't rush to judgment. Like, these guys were securing the premises, uh, and they rushed to her afterwards. 
It even said they called 911 the, uh, from this particular article on, let's see, let me make sure I get the source, CNN. Yeah. This particular CNN article says that the, uh, the cops never got a 911 call, that they came upon this incident. So there's a lot to be uncovered here as far as who is responsible. But, like, from the looks of this guy and demographics, like, let's, let's assume he's not a Trump voter, right? Yeah. And he just got out of jail for killing his mom. So this guy's obviously a crazy man, but what else is going into that 150% rise? Yeah, who knows? And I think this specific instance is more of a failure of, like, the New York justice system, which is a failure in and of itself. Right. But it's not to take away from, yeah, 150% a lot. And even Cuomo said it's a failure of the justice system. I saw yeah. that on Rogan. Rogan was like, that's ridiculous. And then he found out that that's what Cuomo said. And was like, yeah, it's maybe one of the few times I can agree with him. The justice system definitely failed. Yeah. Obviously it did. But my thing is, what is the answer to all this? And if I'm going to spin it in a libertarian way, I say each American has a right to carry a, a firearm. Yeah. If she has a firearm... And this guy is walking down the street and kicks her. She and with the right amount of training, she can roll and pop. Yeah. Or at least the security guard or someone inside has a gun to like try and stand this man down, who later was found out to have a have a knife on him. Yeah. They went after him and, and he pulled, pulled a knife. Pulled a knife. Yeah, I read about, read about that. So and he can't have a gun because he's a felon, obviously. But well, you can't have a gun in New York City anyway. There you go. <laughs> so and that's the thing, like. Your Second Amendment rights as a woman, and particularly now as Asian women, Asian women as Asian people, you should be you should be have like having these conversations with your family and saying we need to get guns, we need to protect ourselves. That yeah. that's the only answer I have really, yeah. as as a libertarian, is protect yourself the best you can. And just to add to that, I mean, racism in general. It obviously exists. But it obviously exists. The best way to combat it is just you and you and your circle. You know, you talk to the people around you. Make sure that they're aware of what's going on. Make sure that they understand the consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. And as a libertarian, you know, you can't you can't legislate social policy. People right. will believe what they believe, and they will act on what they believe. So the easiest way to get people to act a specific way is to help them understand the consequences of their actions. Mm-hmm. And I, I miss the rooftop Koreans. Miss them. Miss them. They did great. Sit on your roof with a with an M4 or an M1. Mm-hmm. And it's more <laughs> important than ever to be able to protect yourself with yeah. with vaccine passports rolling out. And could you imagine a world where um, people were so against Asian people that they threw them into internment camps? Yeah. Because Wild. I can in the 1940s during World War II, right? So, yeah. so and not even just Japanese people. They just said, oh, you look Japanese, so we're going to throw you in here yeah. from our white American standards, which is like, it's like, you know, some white people think all black people look the same. Black people think all white people look the same. It's yeah. like, it's like, what kind of standard are you using there, Bob? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so I talked to some libertarians in the Mises Caucus about this, and it's hard to do that because... You would like sometimes you feel like a lefty coming from this perspective, like yeah. acknowledging that there's something going on. But no, I was met with like the answer that I just gave you guys. Yeah. Protect yourself using our rights. Yeah. Which is a perfectly fine answer. If you pull a gun on somebody, let, let's just say that this same man goes after this Asian woman. She pulls a gun out and is able to defend herself. Look at that on the news. Yeah. I, you want to talk about empowering? I, I guarantee you every Asian American, if they see 65-year-old Asian woman guns down her assaulter in New York City, everyone's gassed up. Yeah, and that shit's not going to make the news. But, but if know, it were to, it. everyone would be hype yeah. because how empowering is that? I don't care who you are. 65-year-old Polish woman pulls handgun on assaulter. It doesn't matter who you are. You see that, you feel empowered. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have the Second Amendment. Yep. All right, moving on. Um, this is an ongoing trial. Uh, speaking of racial tensions. I was actually going to ask before we talk about this. Are we as... Um, well, have you applied to the bar yet? 
yes, I just started. I don't know if we can actually comment on an ongoing trial. Mm. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure if that's just for judges or for lawyers, too. Hmm. <laughs> well, this is not legal advice in any in any sense, right? No. Yeah. No, not at all. So, not legal advice. Um, I... I, I guess we'll skip that for now. I yeah. Think we should have we should have went over that before. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that. As I'm pretty sure you can do it as a lawyer because I follow plenty of lawyers. Oh podcasts. yeah, yeah. I think we can. I think we can talk about it. Okay. I just I would like to uh, preface with yeah, it's not legal advice and it's not our opinion as lawyers. It's our opinion as citizens. Right. And uh, we'll also we'll also check it out after the pod. Yeah. And if we if we can't, then we'll edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> Easy enough. <laughs> there you go. Easy enough. Um, so. Derek Chauvin. Derek Chauvin on trial uh, for, obviously, um, the George Floyd. I'm, I'm going to say it. This is what side I'm on. The death of George Floyd. The death of George Floyd. That's neutral. That's completely neutral. That's good. Yeah. yeah. He's being held criminally. He's being charged criminally for the death of George Floyd. Now, you've been tasked with getting up every morning and watching this trial because <laughs> I, I don't get up that early. So it's yeah. fine. So what's what's been going on? We're on day what nine? Yeah, day eight or nine of the trial. Yeah. So I have watched this trial for about four to five hours every single day for the last like nine days, and let me just tell you, none of the lawyers are very entertaining. And actually, I've seen a few people try and co-stream the trial, and they don't know what's going on because law isn't like what you show in the movies. So God bless you if you've been watching it because it's really boring. That's my preface. Um, the really interesting thing, uh, day six, fact check me on the days because I'm not going to remember. They all blurred into each other. But the prosecutor is actually trying to keep out the ME, the medical examiner's report on um, George Floyd. He had what we now know is called a speedball. Mm-hmm. Which is a mixture of fentanyl and meth. And it was not kept out, right? Not kept out. It was not kept out. It mm-hmm. was introduced at trial. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually had to recess and have an evidentiary hearing on it because the, there were multiple objections. But it was brought in, and he was found to have fentanyl. Um, he had COVID, too, which was funny. Uh, <laughs> fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so funny <laughs> he tested positive for covid <laughs> after he was dead <laughs> and that meth and fentanyl. it's not funny but it's like yeah, yeah. Damn. but he did have a heart condition and uh was he asthmatic was it asthma i i know for sure he had a heart condition but he had meth and fentanyl in his system which for a normal person uh generally if you take too much of it will kill you and you will die by asphyxiation because your heart won't be able to uh be able to handle that much drugs. Um, what were the other exciting things that happened? Drugs. Yeah, yeah. L- want drugs to be legal, mm-hmm. but uh, gotta be safe with them. Be safe about it. Don't mix your heroin meth. It's I very mean, simple. And also the exacerbating circumstances of being in a stressful situation. Yeah. With with like officers on top of you doesn't help either, right? No, absolutely not. And I don't think the really the really dangerous thing i think about this trial is the fact that the mainstream media propaganda machine is going to influence the jury pool and from what i've seen the lawyers seem to be doing a good enough job keeping to their sides and keeping the politics out of it but i do think the danger is in the fact that the jury pool may be polluted it may be it may be um what as we like as libertarians can say about this i think is one, one. I think no one should die over the circumstances in which George Floyd died. Yes. So he died. Let's let's be real about what happened. He died over a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. Absurd. Absurd. Yeah. It should have should have been a taken him into custody. Fi- could have just fined. Like, yeah. Really, like I, he's having that that many issues, like getting arrested. I don't like. You're gonna be violent to the point of killing another human being. And you could – I watched the footage too. One of the days they showed the footage of him inside of the store. Dude looked like he was on drugs. Yeah. Like you show up to the scene as a police officer. You should have enough training and restraint to be able to understand that this man is on drugs and you have to treat him differently. You have to treat him a little bit more carefully. And he's an older gentleman as well. So there's a chance he could have health conditions. It's like 
are are these police trained well enough to look at the circumstances and actually see the totality of them? And well, say, it's that fear. It's that fear that this guy's on drugs, and like I've seen twenty crackheads run at me after I fired like five shots in them before. Yeah, you know that that's kind of the thing you have to think about as well. So it's a balancing it's a balancing test, but at the same time, I it, it's it's a very difficult situation. And I would not want to be a juror on this case. No, me either. As one, I wouldn't have wanted to be one of the cops in that my, situation. My dad either. was a police officer. I can see the police officer side of things, but I can also see like, you know, the Derek Chauvin side of this because you, you got the people yelling at him yeah. for the entire time. A lady who is an actual nurse or um, paramedic saying he's, you know, you need to get off of him. He's like dying. He's not unresponsive, and he's still on him. It's overkill at that point. Yeah, absolutely, and. It's where it's tough because you don't – we fight the mainstream media on everything. So it's hard to find a place where you agree with them. And mm-hmm. I, I think I think it's dangerous to discount, um, discount the drugs and that sort of stuff as a possible cause of death. But I think it's equally as dangerous to say, hey, what the police did was right because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You don't sit on a dude's neck for nine minutes. And yeah. I know literally this morning Steven Crowder had one of his guys sit – knee on his neck for you know nine and a half minutes i don't care if you don't die from that it's it's the principle of the matter that Mm -hmm. look why does he have to be on the ground for nine and a half minutes pick him up put him back in the car sit him down Mm. and he kicked himself out they put him in the car and he kicked himself out of the car if you watch the footage yeah yeah. which okay fine but why was that other door open anyway was he was trying to pull the other he was trying to pull him in okay well you fucked up. Like I don't I don't know what to tell you. You yeah. fucked up. Do your job better. Do your job better. I don't understand like See, this is why when people say defund the police, I'm like, yes, but make sure that you're training these people properly. Because you're handing them a taser and a firearm and sending them out on the streets and they're gonna be the one who comes into contact with your kid mm-hmm. when your kid messes up, like you and I probably did at some point when we were younger. And you know? Yeah. You you want that person to understand everything going on and act rationally. Yeah. I mean I can't say I can't say what I want the verdict to be because I really don't know. I'm going to be indifferent about it. Um I think it's wrong that he died. Obviously, I think I think Chauvin should get some time. Yeah. At least for it, but they're going after third degree, right? They're going after third degree murder. And or and manslaughter. manslaughter and yeah. manslaughter. So, yeah. so I'm a little bit iffy on that too. I don't know. So, yeah. but it's just something we have to talk about here. And that's that's why you know justice will be served, whatever justice is, and that's why you have a jury of your peers. Justice will be served. Yeah. Old Toby Keith song. Do you know what is that? Beer for your horses. That's uh. I will put a boot in your ass. Zitzy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the one you're talking about. <clears throat> Forgot the name of that song. Yeah. It's the one that made the Dixie Chicks mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's the one. My bad. The Chicks. The Chicks. They yeah, did yeah. it again, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the Chicks. The ch- just the Chicks. Just the Chicks. That pisses me off. Yeah. I, it's something about, like, they were right about the whole George Bush thing in the Iraq War. Yeah. But just something about it made you go, I want to take Toby Keith's side. Yeah. He's just like, I like him. Eat beer, brother. Yeah, yeah. Toby, Toby Keith would be the guy I'd invite on my boat to go fishing. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take invite the, I, the chicks. I wouldn't invite the chicks. No. Because we got Toby Keith. We can get chicks when they we're They do a pretty good cover of Landslide, though. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, that. it's whatever. All right. And uh, we would be remiss not to remind everyone that there's a cultural genocide going on in China right now. Uh, the Uyghur Muslims in the Xinjiang province uh, are being systematically brainwashed and shipped all over the country to make your goods my goods if their organs aren't harvested everyone's goods yeah if their organs aren't harvested and yeah basically uh hauling them off in trains to concentration camps just like the jews minus the mass killings so this is where you get it gets kind of fishy because they're like there's no genocide going on we're not killing anyone well eh, it's a cultural genocide you're using birth control on the on the weaker population to decrease the birth rate of weaker muslims you're shipping in other um, Han, Han, Han Chinese, yeah, yeah et- ethnic Chinese people into the Xinjiang province, just like you did in Tibet, just like you did, do- you're doing in Hong Kong to kind of uh, wash over this this autonomous region. Yeah, uh, yeah. So 
be like shipping northerners to the south. I've been following this for a while. If you've been following me on my social media, every now and then I'll try to post about it. <clears throat> I don't like posting about it on my personal social media, but I should kind of get over that because it's it's hurting them more than me, so I should post about it every day, honestly, but I don't. Um, but I did find this article uh, written by a handful of people um, in the Australian Strategic Policy Institute. Um, the article is called Uyghurs for Sale, and it identified the supply chains in which uh, the Uyghur population has been shipped to um, different Chinese factories in which American and other companies are buying and using those supply chains. And it's uh, dangerous. Yes. So 82 different companies uh, are identified in this list um, using different factories. And we're just going to go over a few. Um, Apple uh, using uh, from Lens Technology, I guess, is a different company. Yeah. That supplies to Apple. Um, they were found out to be using forced Uyghur um, labor uh, via the Tech Transparency Project. Uh, and then you have a whole bunch of like cotton and clothing lines using. Yeah. yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. Abercrombie and Fitch, Adidas. Adidas Gap, Calvin Klein, HM, Lacoste, Nike. And uh, HM and Nike kind of came out against this and they're kind of trying to stop it. Yeah. But the damage is done. It's been too late, and they're saying they're, some of them are like, we have no if affiliation with these different Chinese factories and supply chains. I'd like to try and get someone on who who um, wrote the article. Yeah. One of them at least, and go through the article with them. So I'm gonna be reaching out to them, try and do that. But <clears throat> it's a great article. Um, got it on the show notes. I'll probably tag it with the video and stuff online. It's a great article. Um, let's see. I'm going to go through the 83 companies real quick. Not all of them, but... Well, you can just you can link it when you post it. Yeah, I can link it, but I just like to say it because when you say it, it it just has more effect, right? Like BMW, we already said Calvin Klein, Cisco, some of these ones that I haven't said, uh, Jaguar, Mercedes-Benz, Mitsubishi, The North Face, Ralph Lauren, Victoria's Secret, Puma, Skechers, even your dad's shoes, uh, Tommy Hilfiger, Volkswagen, Zara. I think that's like a makeup company or something, right? I don't know what Zara is, but yeah, something yeah. like that maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, Must be related to women. So what we're asking you to do is if you've heard this, your company's name or you see a company that you buy goods from, uh, tweet them. Or, or talk to your friends about it and say, this company is using slave labor in China. It's not cool. Like, what, it's another reason why there's a lack of jobs in America for lower-income people is because these companies choose to use cheap outsourced labor than stay in the United States. Cheap outsourced labor, a.k.a. slave labor. Slave labor. That Child is a labor. result of a cultural genocide. Right. And the U.S. has everything to do with it as well. I mean, yeah. uh, as far back as the 70s and, and well, no, maybe it's the 80s, right? Um, when Deng Xiaoping was, was in power in China, mm-hmm. we kind of said, hey, we're going to welcome you to the Western world. Don't be so communist. Yeah. And Deng Xiaoping was cool with that. He was, he was, he was kind of a better leader than what they have. Now. Not kind of. He was a better leader than what they have now. Yeah. But now ultra-communist, authoritarian, totalitarian state. Um, Who's enslaving millions of Uyghurs. Not ideal. Not ideal. And doing a whole bunch of other bad things. So, tweet the company. Uh, there's even a sample tweet on uh, saveuyghur.org that you can use. Uh, tweet to Nike, at Nike, shameful that an American brand like yours benefits from the labor of Uyghurs, period. Stop sourcing from Qingdao, uh, Tai Kwong, immediately. Hashtag save Uyghur. Hashtag save Uyghur. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I can do. Like, we live in a consumer market, right? We live in America. Well, somewhat, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, not as free of a market as we'd like. But we live in a consumer economy in which consumers have to be aware. Yeah. And that's kind of one thing I stress as a libertarian. Like, you have to choose what to spend your dollar on, right? And I'm guilty. I still use Facebook. I still have Nikes and stuff. So... I have to start doing my part 
and like hold these companies accountable for what they're doing wrong. Yeah, I may not have a lot of money to spend, but uh, I will. I've been starting. I didn't know Adidas was on that list, and that makes me sad because I love Adidas products. I love Adidas. It makes me, it makes me so sad. Yeah. Um, but I, I like I wear Adidas all the time, and I got Adidas socks on right now. But I I've started this uh, thinking this idea up to where we send clothes and stuff back to China or do something with them virally, kind of like an ice bucket challenge. Yeah. But you're sending the clothes, like we get the address of these factories and just send clothes back to them. I don't know how to make this happen. I think we just start it, honestly, yeah. and see if it catches on. Yeah, it's one way to do it. Just do it. And then I'm going to have to buy new clothes because yeah. I don't have the money for it. So. Well, eventually we will, soon enough. There you but. go. All right, that about wraps it up. Can we end some? Can we end it on like a positive note? Is there anything like good? Yeah, going? no. I normally, I want to start doing meme of the week. So if you had, a, if you have a good meme that you found, like a libertarian meme, well, I've got, I've got all the memes. Yeah, just go, just go to the. Robert knows since he lives with me, um, that I pretty much have every meme known to mankind. This is true. That's kind of what I do. Um, I don't actually have any good memes on. Uh, I think you actually sent me this one with uh, Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur. I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Where it says uh, some say Charmander is the best. Some say Squirtle is the best. But deep down, we all know that America is institutionally opposed to student debt relief and universal health care because it needs to use those programs as incentives to join the military and thus uphold its global imperialist hegemony. That's like too much to be funny. <laughs> that went so serious. Yeah, but... Yeah. And I'd like to throw this up on like the pot, like on the screen next time. I just wanted to get it done with. I feel like this is going to be a meme. This this uh, picture of me with my wild hair talking to these, this, like, uh, these two um, middle-aged... Uh, people at the at the gun range. We can turn it into a meme. Yeah, we can turn it into a meme. I look like the aliens guy yeah. with this hair. Send that to me on Discord. I'll come up with something. Oh man, I look like the alien guy with with this with this hair. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm going with it. Oh man, uh, want to call it on that then, Mr. Alien Boy? Uh, I think this is a good meme. So if you've seen the uh, Godzilla versus Kong movie, um, somehow my hometown of Pensacola, Florida, made it uh, as like the main place. Where it starts off, yep. and it's like super set in the future, so it's not, it's not resembling Pensacola at all. But uh, recently, during a hurricane, uh, this company called Skanska um, just forgot to secure twenty six to twenty eight barges, and they fucked up the bridge and shit, and they're 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 being sued big time. But there's this meme, uh, and it's basically Godzilla with a hat fucking up the bridge with like a diesel fuel and if you're from pensacola you know the diesel fuel is a huge like alcoholic beverage that you get on the beach at this place called flounders where i used to work so it's pretty fucking hilarious pretty good. if you're from pensacola that's that's a quality meme uh this other meme says u.s army doctor returns armed to vietnamese soldier 50 years after he took it as a souvenir which it's not really a meme like it actually happened so super fucked up fucked up but it's also funny dude's just laughing about it (laughs) on that note uh check out our new website it's under construction higher frequency podcast network dot com uh made a youtube channel and a instagram for for the luchadors of liberty i'm trying to be better about the social media stuff I didn't go to school for any of it, so I'm just teaching myself how to do everything. Yeah. And I'm also in school right now, so give me a break. Yeah. We're doing our best out here. We're doing our best. All right, guys. All right. Wrap it up, and you can listen to the best intro slash outro in the game. Peace. Get them out of Iraq as well, and I wouldn't start a war in Libya. I'd quit bombing Yemen, and I'd quit bombing Pakistan. I'd start taking... This is how the war on drugs is presented. We're concerned about your health, so we're going to send you to prison. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. Frustrated with mainstream ideologies. 
If you're an active duty soldier, then these absurdly common factors that accompany being a critical thinking human being now coin you as a potential terrorist.